Proverbs chapter 3. If you can turn in your Bible to Proverbs, Proverbs. The happy life, learning to live well by embracing wisdom. That's where we're going. So I am a fairly practical person. Anyone here would consider yourself practical? You like, like things that make sense? So when I say practical, I, I mean like if we're having a discussion about something and we just keep talking about it and talking about it and talking about it and talking about it, it's like I want to like, what are we going to do? Or if we're just discussing like a theory or an idea, I think that's fun. And many of you are like, yeah, I can't, I love discussing. For me, it's like, what, what does that mean for me? If, if it doesn't make sense, like how I can apply it or how it like matters to me at all, I have a really hard time with that. It's like, I don't know what to do with that. So um, I consider myself practical. I, I want something that's clear, that's actionable, something that I can put in practice in my life, like right now. And so the question I want us to kind of look at in Proverbs is, and we're going to answer this tonight, is, is God's Word practical? Is God's Word practical, or is it just, just you know, straightforward, right? Understand, um, so when we come to Proverbs, uh, the reason we're studying this, I think is so helpful in the New Year. We're going to have five weeks in Proverbs. Y'all are here. It is so cool to see everyone here. Like, we're going to fill this place up on Wednesday nights. You're all going to go to your life group soon, I know, but I'm going to enjoy it today. Um, so Proverbs is like where the Bible gets practical to the nth degree. Like this is so practical. And for me, when I first started learning to read the Bible, somebody told me, they were like, hey, there's 31 days in a month. And if you want an easy way to figure out what to read, because sometimes the problem isn't like even understanding. It's like, I don't even know where to start. Am I going to go to Ezra? I mean, what, what's in Ezra, right? What am I, what am I going to go to? You know, what story am I going to read? Well, okay, I read the story. Cool story. What does that mean to me? But they told me, if you read a proverb a day, then in 31 days, you'd read the book of Proverbs. And you're not going to have any lack of like understanding because it's fairly simple. It's easy to understand. And so I, I, that's how I started. I would read on the first day of the month, you read Proverbs 1. And on the second day of the month, you read Proverbs 2. And Proverbs is... Super practical. Uh, there's not a lot of interpretation needed. Uh, when you read Proverbs, usually, I'm going to say usually, it's something you just know how to do. Yeah, you can put into place. Maybe you're not doing It's a reminder. So the series is called The Happy Life, Learning to Live Well by Embracing God's Wisdom. And uh, the truth is that God he gave us the Bible, and it's, it's his guidebook. He's not wanting you to like wonder how to live. And, and this, if he's the designer of life, he's given us a way to live. And uh, there's some really amazing promises in Proverbs 3 that he says we can access when we have wisdom. And um, all right, so let's go there. Proverbs 3, verse 13. Happy is the man that findeth wisdom, and the man that getteth understanding. For the merchandise of it is better than the merchandise of silver, and the gain thereof than fine gold. 
She is more precious than rubies, and all the things thou canst desire are not to be compared unto her. Length of days is in her right hand, and in her left hand riches and honor. Her ways are ways of pleasantness, and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to them that lay hold upon her, and happy is everyone that retaineth her. So, probably caught on to the the happy theme here. There's this word happy. When you find wisdom, the Bible is saying is you can be happy. Now, I want to point out this word is a little different than our word happy. Our word happy is usually like just a feeling. It's it's just surface level. It's uh, I can feel happy one moment, but not the next moment, right? It's, it's kind of comes and goes. This word happy is a Hebrew word that just means blessed or fortunate. And it carries the idea that there is a contentment and a joy that comes from being in harmony with God's ways and God's wisdom. That if you are living according to the way that God prescribes like be done, that you will experience blessings. And God calls that being happy. So that's where we want to go. Over the next five weeks, we want to look at what does it mean to have wisdom? Where do we find wisdom? Where does it come from? So here's the format that we are going to uh, that we're going to follow. So we are going to each week. Uh, we're going to split this up. Me and Pastor Matt. Uh, we're going to talk and teach about wisdom in general. We want you to know where do you get wisdom, how do you find wisdom, how do you know what wisdom is, all these things about wisdom, and a few key areas that the Bible talks about, specifically in Proverbs. But then each week we are going to end the, the session with what we're going to call a happy verse. Sounds good, right? Everybody needs a happy verse. It's different than a happy meal. It's a happy verse. And uh, it's not really anything like a happy meal. It probably doesn't taste good, but it's helpful for you. And if you follow this, for, it's going to be something that we have found particularly helpful in Proverbs. And then, so we have some teaching on wisdom. We're going to share a happy verse. And then here's where you come into play, all right? And we're going to do this today. I want you all, if you think of one, I'm going to give you an opportunity to share a proverb that you have found particularly helpful. Because we're not going to teach through every proverb in this whole book. We're not going to go through all the chapters, but we're all going to hit kind of what it says about wisdom in general. But I want to hear from you, because I know that Proverbs is something, man, we cling to these uh, so often, and we've learned a lot from them, so it could be helpful to hear your testimony. Cool? You ready for this? All right, good. Uh, I I also want to clarify, if, if you're new to the book of Proverbs, Proverbs are not like fortune cookies, okay? You ever got a fortune cookie? You know, um, you eat your Chinese food, all right? You're supposed to eat the food first, and then you open the fortune cookie. And how do you, is there a proper way to crack it? Does anybody have? You crack it in the middle, and you open this up, and like a lot of times, it might even say like Chinese proverb. This is not what we're talking about here. It's different. Fortune cookies taste good, but they contain man-created sayings, okay? They're quoting some person, some man. Maybe they have an actual proverb on them, but they're meant to make you feel good after you ate too much Chinese, okay? That's their purpose. So when we go into Proverbs, and I I really do, I want to make this distinction because I don't just want to 
give you the sense that Proverbs are just some things that could help you in life. They're meant to be God's wisdom, and they're packaged clearly in a way that's relatable and understandable. Um, when you align your life with fortune cookies, they make you feel good. But if you align your life with God's wisdom, they will make you be good. Okay, That's the difference I want to see here. We line ourselves up with God's wisdom. Life is different. There's this happy life. It's blessed. And this is what God says. So that's what we're going to learn about. All right, so uh, you have notes. Did everybody get the notes? Raise your hand if you didn't get the notes. It's okay if you didn't get them. Do we have extra copies, Mike? Or are we out? We ran out. Can you believe that? That's crazy. Does everyone have one? Is anyone out? If you're out, share with your neighbor because we can share here. That's okay. All right, here we go. Uh, there are some observations about the promises of wisdom in this passage. Uh, in verse 13, the Bible says, Happy is the man or woman that findeth wisdom, and the man that getteth understanding. This is talking about mankind in general. The idea here, blessed. Um, some will define wisdom, that word wisdom, they call it skillful living. Okay, It's the idea that we're finding out what God's way of doing life and living it. And, uh, and then he promises, if you find that way of life that he's showing you, it will make you blessed. Uh, wisdom, it, we see in this verse, it's something to be found. Um, I wonder if you've ever considered, and I have to remind ourselves of this, that you don't know everything. That maybe the way that you learned things growing up were wrong. Anyone ever discovered that before? That maybe the way your mom and dad taught you things about life was like not God's best way. Have you ever thought about that? We need to because the Bible says we find wisdom and we get understanding. It's something we don't already have. Um, we, we might be doing things in a way that is opposite of the way God prescribes us to live. And so God says, listen, you've got to find this. You've got to look for it, and we're going to see where it's at here in God's Word. Uh, but when it comes to your finances, when it comes to your relationships, uh, Proverbs is speaking on all of these topics, your work, your marriage, having character, how you speak and relate to others, your health, uh, planning in life. Uh, everything has to do with 2024, the things we talked about. All of those things are probably mentioned in the book of Proverbs. God says something about how you live. And the Bible says, if you find it, that wisdom brings blessing. And that's your first blank if you're taking notes. Wisdom brings blessing if you find it. So, uh, and we want that blessing. Secondly, uh, verse number 14, the Bible says, For the merchandise of it is better than the merchandise of silver, and the gain thereof than fine gold. She is more precious than rubies, and all the things thou canst desire are not to be compared unto her. All right. I want to talk about something that you all probably like a lot, okay? And I'm going to say like a lot because we can't love it a lot, and it's money, okay? Does anyone here enjoy earning money? Raise your hand. Come on, does anybody like, you like getting a paycheck? Raise your hand. Is anybody not like that? Okay. Good. All right, let's just say I'm going to give you some money right now. Who's excited about that? All right. 
So, I've got some money. Is anyone excited to get a penny? You want a penny? You can have a penny. Is anybody else excited to get a penny? You're excited? The Happy Life Comedy Hour. Here we go. Uh, all right, what's better than a penny? What is better? I mean, like, really? Come on. A, pe- a penny's great. Like, you get a penny, two pennies. What about this one? A quarter. A quarter. Do you know what you can do with this quarter? You can put it in the cart at Aldi and get a cart and use it and take your own cart back for a quarter. And at the end, they pay you back because you get your quarter back. Isn't that cool? Does anybody want a quarter? Here, Carl. You can have a quarter. You can have a quarter. You know, we think about these things, uh, pennies, nickels, dimes, quarters. Um, does anybody like the movie Mary Poppins? Yes. You like the movie Mary Poppins? So I was thinking about Mary Poppins. It's making me think of this because there's in the scene in Mary Poppins, and these poor kids are like made to go to the bank with their father because he works at the bank, and they bring this certain uh, type of money. Does anybody know what it's called in the movie? What is it? Toppins. He says toppins. What did anybody else think it's different? I always sang the song with saying toppins. Feed the birds. Toppins. Toppins a bag. I was like toppins, toppins, toppins. They keep saying toppins. Well, I looked this up today. It is tuppence. Tupp, T-U-P-P-E-N-C-E. Two pence. Two pence. See, I'm learning uh, something tonight. But here's, it says, listen to this, and this is the, what we're taught in the world, uh, to value money. When you deposit tuppence in a bank account, you guys know the song? Soon you'll see, da-da-da, you know it? Is everybody with me? That it blooms into credit of a generous amount, semi-annually, you know it? You don't know it? And you'll achieve that sense of stature as your influence expands to the high financial strata that established credit now commands. That's, what it, that's how the song goes. You know that? I think about that, and from a kid, I have learned, like, that's like you, you get a job. Why do you get a job? To get money, right? We... Even toppings can get you established credit in a bank account, right? All right, what's better than 50 cents and toppings, toppings, two pence? What about, what about $50? Is anybody excited? Is $50 better than 25 cents? You're like, are you giving this away? Okay, hold on a second. Hold on. I got, I got one more thing. Other than $50, would you rather have... I don't know if this is real. Uh, oh, would you? What about a ring? Is this valuable to us? Would somebody love to have this? You don't even know how much it's worth. Uh, this is. Uh, we're gonna take. Uh, we're gonna start the bidding at five hundred dollars. Five hundred dollars. Do right here. Five hundred dollars. What I'm trying to say is we we've established a, a value system, right? Fifty cents. 25 cents, it's okay. It's like nice to have, get your Aldi cart. Diamond ring, okay, this is worth something. We can, I don't know if these are real diamonds. It's probably, what's the fake one? What's the one? 
zirconia. That's probably what it is. This is not her, her wedding ring, by the way. This is, uh, this is one that's uh, so a gift at some point. I'm going to put that back in my pocket. Uh, I trust you all. Um, listen, listen to this verse, verse number 14. Talking about wisdom. It says, the merchandise of it is better than the merchandise of silver. Okay. Wisdom is better than silver. And the gain thereof. What you get from gaining wisdom is better than fine gold. She is more precious than rubies, which is like the rarest stone, right? This, this rare stone. Would you love to have some rubies? His birthstone. You should want that. And all the things, listen, all the things thou canst desire are not to be compared unto her. We wouldn't mind getting a few bucks. We wouldn't mind getting a ring. We wouldn't mind getting whatever Christmas gifts you had on your list. All the things that you desire. The Bible says all these things shouldn't be compared in your mind and your priority system to getting wisdom. Wisdom is valuable. See, we go to college and we learn how to do a job so we can get money, right? Some of us go deeply in debt to get that degree and go to college to earn money to make a living, right? We do this. Uh, we, uh, I, I know people that sell things on Facebook and they'll buy and sell and go and buy pallets and, and do all this stuff. Or there's this thing called Mac Bids I hear about. And we, we learn these strategies and all these things to make money so that we can buy things. Um, we'll, we'll pay for classes that are uh, particular to our profession so that our skills can get better. Why? Why do we pay money for those classes? So that we can make more money, right? That's the goal. But here's the challenge. How much effort do we put forward in finding out wisdom? Do we apply ourselves in the same way that we would to earn money? Because the Bible says if you get wisdom and you get understanding and in this wisdom you shouldn't compare it to any other thing that you can get. This is the most important thing. This is so important to find out how God would have you live and do life and, and live it that way. That is better, more valuable than silver, than gold, than precious rubies, and all the things that you can desire. Wisdom is valuable. This is, uh, it's, it's, so, it's such a crazy verse to say that, to, to say all the things you can desire. Listen, there's something better than that. Find out how God would have you live. And the rewards of that will be way, way better. All right. Wisdom is valuable. Wisdom brings blessing. Uh, here's your uh, third blank here. Uh, third blank. Wisdom brings rewards. Wisdom brings rewards. Verse number, uh, the first blank is wisdom brings blessing. The second is wisdom is valuable. The third is wisdom brings rewards. Verse 16 says, uh, when you get this wisdom, there's a few things that come along with it. Okay, When you find out how God wants you to live and you apply yourself to understanding that and living that way, here's, here's what comes along with it. Um, it says here, Length of days is in her right hand, and in her left hand riches and honor. Her ways are ways of pleasantness 
and all her paths are peace. Um, and what the Bible's saying here is that when you understand that there, there are certain good things that come as a result of living life the way that God designed life to be lived. And if you, if you like in other places, the Bible talks about you, you be transformed by renewing your mind. You, you thought it was right to do it this way and God teaches you a new way. That, that alone, it will bring rewards into your life and, and blessing. Um, I've thought about this. Is it that, um, do, do people get rewarded with blessing because they do life the way God said? I, I thought about this in, in just kind of thinking uh, how, how that's described in the passage. Like, is God watching you and waiting to like say, blessing, and then he like removes that? Or how, do, how, do, how, does, how, do you, how does that work? And the way that wisdom is described in Proverbs is, is wisdom is something that God has that he had in the very beginning. He used in creation, and it's, it's part of the fabric of how things were made in the world. And um, God has set the world in a certain way. He created work. Uh, he created marriage. He created you. And it stands to reason that uh, his way of living is going to produce a life that is at its greatest potential. The idea, if, if there was a designer of you and a designer of marriage and a designer of work and a designer of your body dealing with health and all of these topics, a designer of uh, finance and how the world works together, that if you do things his way, there are rewards built into that. Does that make sense? Uh, and so by doing that, you can experience life the way that God intended for you to experience life. Um, raise your hand if... Your wife, no, raise your hand if you're a bad driver. Anyone a bad driver in here? Does anyone from time to time speed? Anyone? Any imperfect people in here? Everybody raise your hand. Okay, okay. Um, kind of works like this. If you don't follow the laws of the road and operate your motor vehicle the way it was designed, Simply by the nature of you not following the way it was designed to do, you are going to hurt yourself. You're going to hurt others. You're, you're possibly going to get arrested. Uh, you're going to take your freedom taken away. And that's simply by not doing things the way it was designed, right? Uh, it, but if there is a, a prescribed way the car was designed to work, a prescribed way that you were meant to drive uh, in peace and harmony with the others on the road and use turn signals and all of those things, right? If you do that, inherently, because of those things, you will experience safety on the road, you know, unless somebody else is goofing off, uh, you know, and on their phone or whatever. Uh, and, you know, though it's inherent that blessings are built in. And that is a lot like wisdom. Uh, the idea is, this, is when you drive your car uh, off a cliff because you avoid a sign that says, slow down, curve ahead, it's not that God is mad and punishing you, okay? It's that... Um, you're experiencing consequences of not driving well and following the safety signs, okay? So when we're, I'm trying to parallel this to wisdom, when you, when you see God say something about life and maybe it, it's dating and who you date or how you handle money or how you handle debt or uh, how you interact with people, it's not that your life is going poorly because God is mad at you or because 
you know, you're just a terrible sinner. We're all sinners. It may just be that you have not yet understood how God intended for you to handle your finances or, or for how God intended for you to speak with others or how God intended for you to maintain your marriage and that you're just experiencing consequences because you're just doing it wrong. You're, you're, there's warning signs and you didn't know the signs were there. You know, you're missing things. You're missing wisdom. And when we get wisdom, there are rewards. Look at the rewards listed in verse 16 and 17. The first one is longer life. That sounds great, right? Uh, longer life. Length of days is in her right hand. There are certain things that if you just disobey and don't follow the way God intended for things to be, your life is going to end early. You know, that's just the truth of it. And, um, you know, we've all probably said that about certain people that we watch and we say, wow, if they don't get this thing, if they don't, if they don't find God's wisdom, essentially, they're, they're heading down a path that, of, of no return. You know, and so with wisdom comes longer life. The, the second thing here is listed as material wealth. In her left hand, riches. Um, there are so many passages in, in Proverbs specifically, and um, we'll get to those in probably week four, as about how to handle your finances and trusting God and putting God first and giving him uh, first out of your first fruits. All of that's found in Proverbs. And God has prescribed a way that you can gain material wealth. I mean, that's, that's just the truth. It's not that you're all going to be uh, wealthy because God has given us all different giftings and things like that. But God does give wisdom on how to handle finance as well. And uh, we can follow those. The, the third thing here that is a reward of wisdom, it says in honor, in honor. The, the respect of others, this uh, idea that uh, you, you live in society and you have relationships and those things are going well, right? And uh, God speaks about relationships. The fourth thing here is uh, what I would call peace along the way. Her ways, you know, as you're following God, her ways are ways of pleasantness and all her paths are peace. God is not prescribing to you a way that is going to be uh, terrible for you. He's not trying to trick you into following him and then make your life horrible. Uh, he's trying to say, I'm offering you wisdom. And there's even, uh, wisdom is described many times as a, a lady. And there's this one where wisdom's calling to people and she's calling and saying, hey, turn this way, come this way. This is best for you. And some people listen and some people don't. Uh, and when you go the way of wisdom, though, the Bible says it's a way of pleasantness and it's a way where those paths are peace. And many of us, if we just apply what we learn, um, we will find peace in certain areas of our life. Um, oftentimes we, we realize we forgot what we learned before, you know? That's, that's a lot of the problem. That's why you got to read it once a, once a day or something like that. So if you learn God's wisdom, it'll bring you rewards. Um, this built in. I want you to look at verse number 18. Uh, she is a tree of life, wisdom. She is a tree of life to them that lay hold upon her. And happy is everyone that retaineth her. Here's that word again. Uh, so Proverbs 3.13 and Proverbs 3.18, uh, they're, they're similar words, but they're two different words. But they're stressing this point that there are blessings. There are uh, even feelings. There are 
these, this inner contentment and joy that can come when you know you are uh, living your life in, in, uh, you know, on the same path that God would have you to live, as opposed to knowing in your heart that God says this and you're ignoring it or rejecting it or whatever, uh, that wisdom brings, here's the last blank, the happy life. Wisdom brings the happy life. It, it's, it's clearly here. I think this is fun because it's at the beginning, it's at the end. It's like a big happy sandwich, okay? Uh, happy at the beginning, happy at the end. And just, just think about that. When you read Proverbs, sometimes you're going to read a proverb and it's going to like sting because you're going to be like, I am such an idiot. And you're going to feel that way. But realize God's reason for trying to guide you and, and it's that correction is there to help you. It's there to bring you down those paths of pleasantness and peace. Uh, it's meant to bring you that blessed life. So as you read about your finances, you may say, I am never going to be able to do this. I'm never going to be able to give to God first. Well, realize God's not trying to bankrupt you. He's trying to bless you. He promises if you do it his way that there are rewards and blessings that come from this. Um, so just keep in mind that word happy. Uh, wisdom can bring happiness, uh, biblical happiness in this case. Uh, that blessed life, those promises of God. All right, I want to share with you my happy verse for today, okay? Happy verse. It's down at the bottom. This is your takeaway. This is something that has helped me. Uh, Proverbs 22, 3. Also, interestingly enough, this exact same verse is in Proverbs 27, 12. So you could write that down. Uh, twice this verse is found in Proverbs. It says here, a prudent man foreseeth the evil and hideth himself. A prudent man foreseeth the evil and hideth himself, but the simple pass on and are punished. Uh, as you read through Proverbs and as we talk through this, you have those that are talked about as being wise. Another word that is used is that word prudent, somebody that's applying God's wisdom in their life. Uh, you've got the wise, but then you have the simple. Uh, those are people that just like, it's not that they're rejecting the road sign or the wisdom. They just are kind of clueless. Uh, they're going through and they're just doing their own thing uh, unknowingly. Um, you also have talked about in Proverbs, you have foolish people. Those are people that know they've heard it and they're choosing to not follow God's way. But this verse uh, has been helpful for me. Uh, listen to what it says. I just want you to, to walk away. This says, a prudent man, somebody who's applying wisdom, foresees evil. And hides himself. But the simple pass on and are punished. What does that mean? For me, what that means, you know, um, someone who is applying God's wisdom has the ability to look ahead in their life and see if I go there to that place, it's going to mess me up. You know, if I hang with this person tomorrow, I'm going to make decisions. I shouldn't make. If I buy this thing, I can see down the road the evil that will come from that. It's going to bankrupt me. You know, if I, if I purchase this car, wisdom says I can foresee, I'm not going to be able to pay my mortgage, you know. And so the, the idea here is a prudent man foresees the evil. You're, uh, somebody is able to look forward, and when, when God reveals it to you that there's something coming up that could hurt you, that you have this ability, it says, to hide yourself, okay? 
the idea, it's, it's not like uh, hide and seek. It's not like um, hiding for fear. You're not going to go in your closet. That's not what it means. It means uh, you see it and you avoid it, like you step to the side. Um, there, there was a, a quote from Pastor Craig Groeschel. I've always enjoyed this. I've heard it in many of his books and things. He says, um, never fight a temptation tomorrow that you can eliminate today. And um, there's another verse, I believe it's in Romans, talks about um, not making provision for the flesh to fulfill the lust thereof. And the idea is like we have this ability when we follow God's wisdom that God lets us see tomorrow I'm going to head into a, a, a spiritual battle. Tomorrow I'm going to head into something that can really cause me to sin. It can cause me to hurt my life in general. It may cause me to hurt others. And if I'm wise, I'm going to decide I'm just not going to go there. But if I'm simple, or if I ignore this, this is the simple pass on, and they get punished. You know, sometimes we know, I shouldn't go there. I shouldn't go there. I shouldn't go there. You know what? I'm going to go there, but I'm going to tough it out. I'm going to make it. I'm going to be strong. Well, that's what the simple does. Okay, the simple, they just go on ahead. What they could have foreseen and avoided, they continue forward, and, and they experience the punishment. Uh, and this, is, this has helped me many times. I, I remember, very practically, I remember when I was making a decision about where I was going to go to college. Uh, I, I remember, it was so vivid. I, I had applied to Akron University. I was accepted. I could go there. But I also had applied to a Christian college. And uh, it was where my friends went. So I had these two, these two things. And I knew. I just knew it. I knew because I watched my brother. I watched my friends. I knew. I knew that if I would have went to Akron University, I would uh, learn some very bad habits. I would not go the way that God wanted me to go. I just knew it. Uh, and and I, I, I remember this. If I didn't know this verse, I, I remember this concept. I thought, I have the choice today to decide not to go. I could go and try to... Uh, you know, withstand what they were going to teach me that I knew was contrary to what I had learned in church. I, I knew that I could go, and maybe God's going to use me to be a witness. Maybe I'll pull them up, and they're not going to pull me down. But I, I, this was really helpful for, for me because I could see, you know what, I, I just can't go. And many times the wisdom is in saying what you're not going to do to save yourself trouble tomorrow, and you make that decision ahead of time. So that's my... Um, that's my happy verse. Uh, God can bring you blessings simply by, if he's showing you tomorrow you're going to face something, but today you can make the choice not even to go there, we'll do that, you know, make that choice.